0: If you've been a regular listener, you know that our goal is to equip parents with the knowledge and authority to be the parent that God has ordained for all families. We're here to both challenge and embolden you. And in a sense, we want to reissue you a license to parent your own children as you deem best. But as faithful listeners, you also know that our perspectives and insights here at Licensed to Parent come straight from the Word of God and also the proving ground here at Shepherds Hill Academy. Today, we'll be learning more about this unique ministry and how the team at Shepherds Hill Academy plans to bring even greater blessings to even more families. That's next on Licensed to Parents. Hi, I'm glad you've joined us for another episode of Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. Our host, Trace Embry, is the founder and executive director of Shepherds Hill and also the author of The Miracles of Shepherds Hill. I'm Michelle Hill. Our goal on Licensed to Parent is to take what we're learning each day at Shepherds Hill and share it with you so that you can be better prepared to raise your kids in a way that honors God. First, Trace, did you have a great Christmas?
1: Uh, Absolutely. I have a great Christmas every time we have Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of year.
0: So what's your favorite Christmas carol or favorite Christmas hymn?
1: It's hard not to go with Silent Night.
0: I love Silent Night. So Trace, why is Silent Night your favorite?
1: Um, you know, as a kid, the melody r- resonated with me, mm. uh, and it brought back a lot of warm memories of uh, really some silent starry nights on Christmas Eve. It seems like Christmas Eve, there's some magic, uh, in the, in, in the uh, sky. And so I think there's a lot of, um, tradition and, um, nostalgia. That's, that's the one that comes to mind immediately when I think of Christmas, I think of Silent Night.
0: That is beautiful. That is a beautiful song. Well, Trace, I am really excited today because we actually have a special guest in the studio here at Shepherd's Hill Academy. And that is your daughter, Allison Wallace. And first, let me give a little bio for those who do not know Allison. For the last 17 years, Allison has been serving families and adolescents in crisis. Allison's a main part of what happens here at Shepherds Hill. She is the director of program development and has been a part of residential care since 2006. Allison studied counseling psychology and developmental psychology at Toccoa Falls College. Allison works along with her husband, Joshua, who is the chief operations officer, and together they have a beautiful little girl, Liliana. Allison, welcome to License to Parent. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I gave a little bit of background on you, but for any listener who may not have heard you before, you grew up here at Shepherds Hill. So what has kept you here?
2: I I think growing up here, I got to... Really be immersed in the culture of uh, seeing kids, you know, find hope and healing and, and not just um, falling in love with working with the individual adolescent, but then also as I've grown um, here at Shepherd's Hill Academy, my capacity of serving also started reaching out to the families. And then um, the Lord just expanded my passion for not only the adolescent, but seeing their whole family um, reunited and healed. And it's just been something that I have no doubt in my heart that I'm meant Mm -hmm. to be
0: here and I can't wait for what the future holds. That's so cool. So, Trace, what is it like to be working alongside your daughter and also know that she has caught the passion and the vision that you have?
1: Well, it's a privilege and a curse at the same time. Um, (laughs) Now, you know... I, I take for granted too many people around here. Mm-hmm. Allison's one of them. You know, she's my she's my DNA, and uh, she's she's been here uh, from the time she was in, uh, just a little girl. And you know, I've always expected the best from my kids, and and I usually get it. And uh, Allison is no exception. She's uh, self motivated. Uh, she's creative. Uh, she does have a heart for the kids here, for the families here. And uh, she's taken uh, wisdom beyond her years in the equation that uh, parents who are much older than she is look in awe at. And um, mm-hmm. that, that always warms my heart, of course, as a parent myself. But uh, she's a, a definite asset, whether she was my DNA or not. Allison doesn't have her position because of that. Allison has her position because she has uh, proved herself over and over uh, to be the person for the job, bar none. And uh, hmm. I don't care if it's a master's level or doctorate level individual who's looking to do what she does. Uh, I've yet to find anyone that can compete with her. And if it was just me saying that, I'd start to scratch my head. But it's... it's it's. Uh, Massive amounts of other people who, who know the situation mm-hmm. here too. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag on my daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- she knows that she very rarely uh, gets um, uh, warm, fuzzy accolades <laughs> from her father. But uh, there's a part of her that I know deep down that she she knows mm-hmm. that uh, Daddy's watching.
0: Mm. So Allison, your dad has written a book the miracles of shepherd's hill mm-hmm. so tell me what miracles you have seen happen at shepherd's hill
2: oh well there's so many i i don't even know where to pick one um but i can say when i first started kind of becoming aware of the miracles was right before i guess shepherd's hill came to be and we were in a tough spot within our family I, there were financial questions without financial answers, um, and I just remember specifically a time where dad had us all sit down around the table, and I don't even remember all of the details around the circumstances, which I'm sure he does, um, but he sat us all down, and he said, you know, we don't, we don't have answers. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen, but I want you to remember this moment because God is going to do a miracle, And lo and behold, it was not, I mean...
1: I gave you a timeline on it, too.
2: Yeah, I I can't remember. (laughs) You know, those are like the little details that I I don't have, but I know it was very, very soon after he said that where we were approached, or they were approached, rather, um, with an opportunity to what was the beginning of Shepherd's Hill. Um, And so it was in that moment where... I think my faith began, you know, at an adolescent, you start to make things your own and you're reaching for Mm -hmm. autonomy, and that, you know, your spiritual walk is no exception. And so that was a defining moment for me in my faith of, you know, God is very much at work. He's very much alive and he's very much still a God of miracles. And I fall back on that and many, many other stories like that. And they're continuing to this day, um, you know, that that are just confirmed in my mind over and over again, that God is real. He's alive, and he's at work. But that Mm
0: -hmm. is one of the ones that's
2: a a pivotal memory I have.
0: Well, you said God is still at work and still doing miracles to this day. Mm -hmm. So tell me about 2022. Like, what did you see God do in 2022 at Shepherd's Hill?
2: Well, he's been providing the the financial means for our new building campaign and has just been, uh, you know, very similar situations where we're, we're sitting here and, and thinking, OK, this is the next step to this, um, you know, building campaign. This is the next funding that is going to be needed, having no answers and a very significant check pops in the mail um right as we step out in faith and commit to the next, you know, stage. And then boom, the Lord provided, you know, those funds in in and, and not just funds, but almost the exact funds, if not the exact funds. So that happened um this year and that was really cool. Um and then of course uh just the continual flow of students and families who continue to find us um you know i speak with families on the on the phone all the time um and i i tell them you know i'm not selling you a program i'll explain to you what we do and in our approach therapeutically spiritually academically um in the end, you've got to make that decision. I believe the Lord is going to put that in your heart. And time and time again, you know, He brings us the right families at the right time. And there's so many. I was just on the phone with a mom before I, you know, came on radio with you guys. And she was saying, um, you're the umpteenth Allison in my daughter's life. And it always seems mm-hmm. to be a connection of, you know, the uh, a person, Allison, in her life. She's at a, a hospital right now. And her caseworker is Allison. And then her mom, Mom was speaking to me on the phone, and of course, my name's Allison. And just little (laughs) things like that where I think if you're paying attention, um, God is showing you I'm I'm in this and this is me doing this. Um, because no one, no way it it could happen otherwise. That
0: is so cool. Now, Trace, what has amazed you this year?
1: (laughs) Uh outside of still being alive, um, Just a, a lot of things. I mean, uh, you know, Allison mentioned, uh, you know, when when we make a commitment, uh, and I, the reason I bring this up uh, is because a lot of people identify with financial milestones and things like that. And we were sitting in a meeting with the construction crew. We didn't we didn't have any any money to proceed to the next stage in this building, and um, I had told the construction crew, uh, along with uh, Josh, her husband, my son in law. We're all in this meeting. And I said, um, uh, right now, uh, we, we're going to have to you know, kind of put a lock on things. I said, but hang on. Uh, tomorrow, it could be Chapter 6 of the Miracles of Shepherds mm-hmm. Hill 2.0. Mm-hmm. And um, it was 24 hours later that, um, <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Over a half a million dollars had come in mm. uh, in, in just two days. And we were able to go back to those construction yeah. guys and, and say, "Look, it happened, and uh, let's go ahead and proceed."
0: Oh, Allison, what did that do to your heart when that that money came in? I think I think we all
2: are just moved to tears in those moments where it's you're just laboring, 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 going, 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 and and then all of a sudden something like that happens, and you're just it's um it's those moments where you feel like God just puts his arm around you and, and affirms that he's there. You know, we don't always feel him and see him. We can't have audible mm-hmm. conversations with him on a daily basis, per se. But um, it's in those moments where it's it's as real as it can get for you. Mm-hmm.
1: I think as, as satisfying as, as something like that is, you know, when you get a phone call or, or some kid shows up and you haven't seen him in 10 years and you find out he's in business for himself or... Uh, you, you, you find out that a, a kid that hasn't been here in several years is now tithing his money mm-hmm. or her money to uh, to Shepherd's Hill. A kid that came kicking and screaming, uh, or, or just any number of encouraging letters and cards and uh, you know emails, just these long stories as to mm-hmm. how this place has infected them. That's priceless. Yeah, and uh, helps you get up in the morning. It does. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, speaking of finances, it is our year-end push for your year-end giving. And if you are listening right now to Licensed to Parent, would you stop and would you consider giving to Shepherds Hill? Please go to our website, LicensedToParent.org. And it is break time. And our guest today is Allison Wallace, Unlicensed to Parent. And we are talking about the exciting things that God is doing here at Shepherd's Hill. As we reflect on what God has done, we hope that you are being encouraged. We'll be back with more Licensed to Parent right after this.
3: shepherds hill academy a year-long christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis is celebrating 20 years of ministry there have been many distractions in our work through the years as a result of a four-lane highway that divided our land as a result plans are underway to develop a whole new campus designed to improve our students therapeutic experience away from the highway noise along with up-to-date infrastructure and staff offices all to help smooth out the day-to-day operations The five-year two-phase plan will begin with a new dining hall, followed by two new school buildings, also containing a new studio for licensed to parent. Please consider partnering with us, building together a new and improved Shepherds Hill Academy. Learn more and make your gift today. ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. That's ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. And thanks for helping us provide healing to teens in crisis. Hi folks, Trace Embry here, host of the Licensed to
1: Parent Broadcast and founder of Shepherd's Hill Academy. We've all heard about modern day miracles, mostly from mission fields. Frankly, I believed about half of them and experienced none of them until about 30 years ago, when Christ truly became the Lord of my life. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill is a book that wasn't written as much as it was recorded It's the true story of how God used a handshake, my family's last $200, and our 30-year odyssey of bumper-to-bumper miracles to acquire a 60-acre farm that was used by the devil and turned it into a 250-acre globally recognized healing ministry for God. I want all people to know that Jesus Christ is still in the miracle-working business for those submitted to His word, will, and way, and who properly understand what
3: faith truly is. The Miracles of Shepherds Hill, an extraordinary odyssey of divine interventions by Trace Embry. Learn more at LicensedToParent.org.
0: Welcome back to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a nature-based therapy program for teens in crisis. And it's year-end, and if you are thinking about giving during this year-end, would you please consider a financial gift to Shepherds Hill Academy? You can go to our website, licensedtoparent.org, or mail us your gift. Send it to Shepherds Hill Academy, 2200 Price Road, Martin, Georgia, Three zero five five seven. Our guest, unlicensed parent today, resembles our host a little bit, Allison Wallace. Allison, I'm just curious, what is on the horizon for Shepherd Hill Academy?
2: Yeah, well, we've got big things planned on our horizon. A lot of it is kind of centering right now on um, our new building project that we have. That's It's, um, it's going to be our new dining hall um, where we'll have two separate girls and boys dining areas Um that allows us to spend less time trying to switch kiddos in and out of, of the the cafeteria. So we have to right now share one cafeteria with, um, you know, both programs, mm-hmm. and so um, this will allow them to to dine at the same time, but obviously separately. Um, and we've gone through great lengths to make these dining experiences, something that does not feel institutionalized, um, being that we're nature based and we're family focused. Uh, we've even integrated fireplaces into these dining halls so we can oh, hang fine. stockings, have fires during yeah the colder months and just make it a home family style meal experience. Uh, and, and so there's a, even a double sided fireplace. So it goes into an outdoor patio area where they can dine with their families. Um, and and open up opportunities for our parent conferences. Uh, There's going to be an upstairs area where we're going to have family conference um, space where we can have multiple workshops going at the same time, a big, beautiful uh, outdoor upper deck where we can host families and different events. And then it opens up and overlooks a really great um, grassy tiered kind of outdoor amphitheater area that will provide students opportunities to have outdoor activities Outdoor worship, um, and and so many other things that that we can do with it. Um, but the the dining hall is just sort of a multi purpose building that not only will we hope to serve our families and students more efficiently and with excellence, but also it's a great place to invite the community as well to host uh, family workshops. Um, Raise awareness on what technology is is doing to our young kids, um, the dangers that it poses to our adolescents um, and the predatory behavior that technology is integrating into, you know, our family systems as far as the social media platforms, um, just some, you know, some of the adults posing as as adolescents, Um, you know, we're seeing sexual abuse abuse symptoms exhibited in adolescents who have never physically been sexually abused. It's because they're being abused through the uh, technology that things that they're being exposed to, whether it's pornography, um, Sexual exploitation of digital prostitution. Uh, you know we have these cash apps and and things that are so easily accessible by our adolescents, and you have these adults who are asking for a snap, a quick picture, and then they send the money to the you know the cash app on their phone. And we have so many unfortunately you know young girls who are coming to us who have been mixed up in this and abused in this way, and um, so ha- raising the re- you know the the awareness in the community on these issues. We have to talk to so many families, good parents. They have no idea what is going on mm-hmm. and what's out there. And so helping them become aware um, is huge and, and hopefully being more of a preventative measure before exactly. residential care is needed.
1: Exactly. And we want to parlay into that because I don't think people realize that what digital technology is, is – is it should be a, a tool, unfortunately, because of our sin nature. We've turned it into a weapon. Mm-hmm. But it's – Parents don't realize how it's changing the DNA of Mm. these children. And we're creating, I hate to say it this way, but we are creating little Frankensteins without being aware of it. So
0: what do you see these improvements meaning to students and staff? But I guess most importantly, what do you see them meaning to students
2: Yeah, I think it it shows them how much we care about them, that this is not Mm -hmm. just a J-O-B job. It's a ministry. It's a passion. It's a home. It's a calling. And we want to serve them with excellence. So we don't want to just do what we have to do to get by, but we want to consider them in this experience and make them feel loved um, through every aspect of what we do, whether it's where they dine or what type of food they're served. uh, All those things speak to them
1: yeah and i th- I think also too it's a culture of face to face relationships, maybe going back in time a little bit uh this building is designed to to be as primitive as it can possibly be for a four million dollar building i mean mm. uh, it's a brand for a brand new four million dollar building i mean we 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 don't want it to look like a a new york City skyscraper we still want it to have that you know outdoor feel to it and yet it'll it'll be clean outdoor feel, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we, we want it to be a place where kids are still feeling that authoritative community model uh, mm-hmm. in an outdoor therapeutic environment that um, doesn't feel therapeutic, but very much so is.
0: Mm-hmm. Because up till now, you guys have been working out of modular buildings, isn't that correct?
1: A lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are. And, and you know, when we first started this thing, things grew so fast that uh, we we didn't have the time to build anything. I mean, Mm. nor nor did we have the money to build anything. But uh, we prayed, Lord, you're going to have to provide for the kids that are coming. And uh, it just seemed like uh, a number of offers you can't refuse uh, came our way from our our current diner, which was basically a single-wide mobile home. Uh, It was a diner called Jiffy Burger that happened to, to come up for sale just at the right time. Some very, uh, almost give them to us, uh, uh, double-wide mobile homes for that are now serving as offices and things like that. One of our girls' classrooms is a, a double-wide classroom that a lot of public schools will use. Uh, so we, there wasn't really a lot of time to accommodate the growth to, to build something that was more long-term. And I think, you know, the Lord had the big picture in mind. You know, he knew a four-lane highway was coming to the middle of everything <laughs> that we, took us, you know, years and years to build. But as we move across Price Road, um, it'll be a lot easier to, um, to leave behind or, or relocate some of that stuff, sell it, give it away, whatever. Uh, this, is a, this, this is a long process. But yeah, uh, they, they have served us well. Uh, for an entity that was started with $200 in a handshake.
0: Hmm. Allison, back in November, your husband, Josh, who is our chief operations officer here at Shepherd's Hill, sent out an email to everyone stating that we needed $300,000 to make ends meet at Shepherd's Hill before the end of the year. Help us understand when someone gives to Shepherd's Hill, just where does that money go? Oh, it goes to, to so
2: many places. I think, you know, one of the things that it takes to run an operation and a ministry um, that, such as Shepherds Hill is good People, mm. um, and we live in a rural area, and um, you know we but and we need clinicians. You know we've got to have clinicians that are, you know, uh, therapeutically overseeing our students. We've we've got to have uh, teachers in our classroom that are educating our our kiddos. Uh, we have to have teachers' assistance with them. There's a lot that goes into academics. We have a principal that oversees all of that. Uh, then we have, you know, a whole family system that needs support. So they need therapeutic support. They need administrative support. We send out audio content that that goes out to them monthly as well as, you know, twice a month virtual family support groups. There's so much that's going mm-hmm. into that, not to mention the five-to-one student-to-staff ratio. So, you know— getting good staff on the team and making sure that we are, are providing um, opportunity for them is huge. Uh, but then, then of course, it's going towards upkeep of maintaining all of the buildings. You know, we have 200 plus acres, and that takes uh, time to to manage. We've got, you know, a herd of horses that we're utilizing in equine therapy that take a lot of time and attention uh, to, to care for. So, the overall expenses of a nature-based therapeutic boarding school is astronomical, and so that goes to help provide the best care, because as a Christian program, we don't just want to provide therapeutic care. We want to provide therapeutic excellent care, because we're representing mm-hmm. Christ to the families and to the students and to the community around us who's watching.
1: And the longer we have uh, we do it, the more we realize with scientific research that it keeps coming in. That the biblical worldview on raising kids has had it together from the jump. People are throwing this stuff out the window, and all you got to do is look around at the family situation in America and kids, and the the meds and the drugs and the overdoses and and all the the junk that's going on in America today to see that a lot of it, this stuff has been a failed experiment. So sad. So sad. Well, thank you both for
0: what you are doing through Shepherds Hill and how you are giving hope and healing to so many. So many kids and so many families, and Shepherds Hill is just continuing to have its ripple effects, not only through our little area here at Shepherds Hill, but throughout our nation and throughout our world. So thank you guys for what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. It's tough to be ahead of the curve on things because it takes the culture so long Mm -hmm. to pick up on it, but we are actually ahead of the curve and have been for, for as long as we've been here.
0: That's exciting to hear. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, I appreciate it.
1: Yes, thank you, dear.
0: (laughs) And Trace, thank you. (laughs) Our guest today on Licensed to Parent has been Allison Wallace, and you can connect with Allison at our website, LicensedToParent.org. Thanks for listening to Licensed to Parent. Licensed to Parent is an extension of Shepherd's Hill Academy, our year-long residential program for teens in crisis. If you need help with your teen, learn more about Shepherd's Hill when you visit LicensedToParent.org. And as we wrap up 2022 at Shepherd's Hill, we want and need to finish strong financially. As you look at your year-end giving, would you consider a gift to Shepherd's Hill? Your gift will help a lost teen find help and healing and set them on the road to changing this next generation. Will you give your financial gift today? You can simply go to our website, licensedaparent.org and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Or you can mail us your gift, send it to Shepherd's Hill Academy, 2200 Price Road, Martin, Georgia, 30557. Thanks to our team for making today possible. Daniel Fazina helps with guest relations. Our producer is Rich Rosell. Carl Pete is our technical producer. For Trace Embry, I'm Michelle Hill, inviting you to join us again next time to renew your license to parent.
1: And remember folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you, see you next time.